Good morning, beloved. Welcome to our Sunday church. Uh, for those who are joining us on Zoom, write to us. Uh, our handle on Facebook is at Beloved Sons of God. So write to us if you want to be part of us. If you live in Bombay, then we'll tell you where we gather. Also, below this video, there's a link. If you click on it, it's going to open up to a PDF file of uh, scripture verses that I'm taking today. So, uh, you know, as the message goes, you can have it handy. Uh, also, if you want to join us live on Zoom, uh, again, write to us and we'll, we'll share links with you. Okay, so remember this. Um, <clears throat> can, is this possible for this service? Can we zoom this in? Zoom it right now. Okay, so what are we talking about? We are doing part two of, what's the sermon? I did part one on last Sunday and part two today. And the, I've titled it as, Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy? Okay, is this zoomed in? This is our logo when we had to first do Beloved. It's a little cub with Papa Lion, with the baby lion, and it says Father Sons. Okay, the minute you got born again, Born again means born from above. Same species, God kind, Swargjat. Okay, and that's your uh, di differentiation, what uh, you know she was sharing uh, before about all of the, we can zoom out if you, if you got that in, and then I'm gonna uh, talk about it. All of Egypt and everything that God is doing when he was bringing the children of Israel, representing you and me, the Israel, Okay, of God, that is people by faith who come in. And separation from the world, that people who don't know him. And there is favoritism. There is a separation that happens. There is a sanctification because you're, you're sons. And it's in Christ that that separation happens. His children and not his children. And the only difference is from the foundations of the world, you were in him. He knew you and then one day you got lost. You thought somebody else was your father and then suddenly the father calls and says, come home. And that's when you heard the father's voice, you came home, Jesus is the door back to the father, and now you're a son of God, okay? You were dead, you got born again, you got a new spirit in you, you've come home to him, and now he is trying to get you to hear him, to get you to hear his real daddy, okay? Not the daddy that you thought all your life, you were thinking was your daddy. Okay, so let's get in. Um, so just quickly before I uh, get into part two, we spoke about the first word, our, our, our church is based on this, the foundational stone uh, that we have here, it's Matthew 3.17, when Jesus was um, baptized, he came out of the water and the first words that the father said about his son, before he did anything, before he went on the cross, before he conquered sin and death for you, what were the words? This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He didn't say you are my righteous son, my holy son, my most powerful son, although Jesus is all of these. But he said you are my beloved son. Why? Because it's only in that word beloved do you get a sense of two. That you know to be the beloved means you have to belong to somebody. Mera priya beta means you have to belong to somebody. Okay, so the word beloved means you have to have somebody loving you. Otherwise, you can't be beloved. Okay, and in the, in the revelation, in just knowing that he's loved, Jesus goes and conquers sin and death for you and me. Can I have that board up? Somebody strong, spirit of might. Okay, so let's skip, uh, you know, and I'll take uh, John 1.17 and before we get into the verse, open up the PDF file on the WhatsApp group, I put that up. It says that for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth 
what came through jesus grace and truth the holy spirit that is in you is called the spirit of truth okay grace and truth came through jesus christ no one has seen god at any time the only begotten son meaning the only son that is born from him has seen god who is in the bosom of the father the heart of the father he has declared him who has jesus declared to you and to me and to the world who who did what did he come doing jesus came showing you who the father is declaring the father showing you re reuniting you back with your father so new sons new sons adam sinned god made adam he was supposed to be adam was supposed to be in a relationship with the one who made him the devil comes in between sin comes into the world and god's children get lost over they fall into a realm of darkness because adam partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil sin came in and because of sin death comes in so all of us were living here up until we found christ we are living in a cycle of death that's why sicknesses happen that's why bad things happen accidents happen divorces happen everything bad does not come from the father it comes from the devil okay and the the jesus calls the ruler of the prince of the air the devil and we fell into a death realm and then the day someone came and told you about christ so what did god do his children got lost over into a cycle of death now somebody who's not their father poses to be father has messed up their minds told them calling bad things good all their life ever since you were brought up you've been programmed for death in all things so sometimes when people hang out with us they think we are very positive we are not positive there is a difference between being positive and being life you are a life giving spirit because after some time you stop being positive what happens no it's you're giving life life is very different you just you don't understand life you experience life and so we fell into a death realm and then what does the father do how does he bring his lost children back he sends jesus jesus comes like the second adam he scalds the door he becomes your offering my offering on the cross when he went you went when he died you died when he rose again you rose again after he rises again now he says when you believe in me that's how you enter from darkness into light from illusion everything that is telling you in this world is illusion you come back to truth let me tell you what truth is you come from death into life i went and saw matrix resurrections please go see it very nice movie every time it's funny when people tell me it's a not good movie and then i go and see a movie i like it so when someone told me it's not a good movie i went and saw it and i really liked it and the, the, whoever wrote matrix knows it's it's about the bible if you watch the first matrix it begins by saying wake up wake up neo he's sleeping adamson we went to sleep we were supposed to be made by the creator have dominion over the world and creation started having dominion over you over man sin death everything started ruling you and now after you come into christ what is happening you're waking up 
waking up to who you really are listening to who's your daddy your real father not the prince of the air the devil your father jesus and what he's saying so where are where are his truths the word that's why i love it i've been meditating so much on he is called i am the way the truth that means everything else then is a lie if he is the truth and how do you know it then oh i see it okay if this is the truth then the sickness that appears on my body the symptoms is a lie and then you learn to simply listen to your papa's voice how did death come in because adam didn't listen to his dad's voice and so what is you loving the father back reciprocating love for the father it says when you believe him when you believe him it's you really loving jesus back that's why it says in hebrews without faith it is impossible to please him he who comes to god must believe that he is and he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him what is the father looking for just simply believe what i'm saying about who you are okay what happens when you believe does it help him it helps you <laughs> because it is the truth you learn to rest more okay so i was reading so i was watching matrix and so this whole movie was about blue pill and red pill so matrix 2 right now if you watch it is like in the first one you know morpheus has this whole dialogue with him and says do you want to live in the illusion and keep living but if you want truth have the red pill and then he has the red pill and now he is awakened in this world he didn't even know existed and then now if you uh, reached uh, you know the part 2 or whatever which has come out matrix resurrections in that he's taking blue pills blue pills and living in this illusionary world and then one day suddenly he pops red and he realizes that whatever he thought is truth is a lie and actually something else is the truth and that's what sometimes it's simple i just say take the red pill remember the red pill and you know we were having my assistant was in the cars we were joking i said there's so much a blue pill here in your head i said it's time to get all the blue out into the red that's what's happening symbolic of who is the real you okay so what happened adam sin our spirit died a <clears throat> body started manifesting the death of a spirit man that's where the body dies after you've come into christ you got born again renewed with his you're one with him got a new spirit one with him and that spirit is resurrection life and guess what's happening it's resurrecting first everything here your soul your mind so you're believing new truths about who you are and guess what's happening even as you're believing it all that resurrection life is coming into your mortal body giving it life it's called the spirit of righteousness giving you life and so all your testimonies here are all about righteousness consciousness at some point it is righteousness because all righteousness leads to life okay now let's go into the word beloved is an awake church and alive okay so i ended last week with john 30 before jesus could wipe his disciples feet wash his disciples feet it said that the knowing that the father had given all things into his hand he took he girded okay girded himself and then he began to wash the disciples feet okay now let's go to john 14 john 14 okay now this is just uh, <clears throat> okay let's get into the word let not your heart be troubled you believe in god believe also in me in my father's house 
are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. First comes truth, then comes life. I am the way, the truth and the life. Not death, the life. Start saying I am life. You're not getting life by the food you eat. How can you? Can Jesus get life from the food he eats? That means the food he eats is greater than who he is. How can the creator get life from creation? Creator will give life to creation. The same way you are giving life to the apple that you hold in your hand. Okay? I am life. No one comes to, no one comes to heaven except through me. What does it say? No one comes to the kingdom except through me. No one comes to the Father. So what is the cross all about? God's child, Adam, got separated, got lost from the Father. The cross is the way back home for you and me back to our Papa. Up until that, if you don't know Christ, you're still lost. And then the Father waits for his lost son to come back home. So your habitation is where? In the Father. That's home for you and me. Home is not heaven. Home is Father. That now your whole life is hidden in Christ in the Father. You're resting at home with your daddy. Okay? Now see this. It says 7, verse 7. If you had known me, so Thomas is saying, show me the Father. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, sorry, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me? Philip, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe? Do you not believe? That I am in the Father and the Father in me. How many are sons of God here? You believed in Jesus. You become the son. Now, imagine somebody asking you that. You can say this. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or else believe me for the sakes of the works themselves. How many of you have laid hands on the sick and they've got healed? I told you this last week. So then who is doing it? The Father. So then you can tell them, believe me that the Father lives in me for the sakes of the works that I am doing. If you're not a son of God, then you can't lay your hands and heal people. Okay? But the very fact that you're healing people, you became another Christ. He is the greater one in you, but he is not the only. After Jesus rose again, he is the first born, and then there are many other born again after him, among many brethren. That's what the word says. Okay? Now see this, verse 12. Most assuredly I say to you, 
he who believes in me the works that i do he will also do why because you become another son and greater works than these he will do because i go to my father and whatever you ask in my name that i will do that the father may be glorified in the son that the father may be glorified in you okay if you ask anything in my name jesus is saying anything in my name mere naam mein kuch bhi mango i will do it now see this verse 15 if you love me keep my commandments now this is not like the law and i will pray the father and he will give you another helper the holy spirit that he may abide with you forever he is called the spirit of truth i've told you in all my sermons before also the holy spirit simply shows you the truth people wait for healing heal me heal me but the holy spirit is called to show you the truth you believe the truth and that resurrection life is going to do what it's supposed to do jesus said i am the way the truth and the life so before even my healing when rheumatoid arthritis and all these symptoms disappeared from me what came first truth came first and then i saw the life and i had to just have to believe the truth what my simply my father says about me and that's what the father you're loving him back when you start believing like good children you've come back home for the longest time you lived here you thought the prince of the air the devil was your dad he told you all rubbish you've listened to him all your life now you've come back home to papa you better start listening to what papa is saying and even as you're listening to what papa is saying guess what your children of papa all of that life is going to manifest in you you're going to see it because a lion gives birth to another lion a dog gives birth to another dog when you got born again born from above you are in the nature of your papa so you're believing it because it is true you know if sachin tendulkar's son he doesn't have a son but suppose his son went his he has a son excellent okay now if his son went to a cricket academy suddenly goes on the ground he is going what's his son's name arjun arjun tendulkar what do you think everyone's going to look at him yeah he is walking in the identity of his father now they are going to assume be a cricketer even before he wants to or not but they will assume it why because they will think it's in your blood because they'll know that everything about the father will probably come down even to the son and it will be in his nature to play good cricket that's the same way when you got born again it says that you've got his name what is your last name priya christ jigar christ jesus christ you share his name that's why going in his name it's not like taking his name it's literally in his name the rem knows that oh this tendulkar ka beta aa gaya it's like that right they know christ came and now everything about the father is in the son by default it's because you're born of him you are understanding because you have the spirit of understanding okay look at this <clears throat> so it's saying here but the father who dwells in me does the works uh, where was i whatever you ask in my name i will do it yeah the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive on verse 15 because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you i love this 18 i will not leave you orphans i will come to you now jesus all of israel saw jesus in the flesh he was born from mary 
virgin birth, the Holy Spirit came, manifested in flesh. And all of Israel is seeing him in the flesh. But everyone is running to him. And he has to be in flesh at one place. He has to make himself available somewhere else. He has to go because everyone is seeing him in flesh. After he dies and rises again, he is not just now one here. He is living in all of us. Okay, now see this, it says here, I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. I believe sonship is about dealing with that orphan heart. And then you have to know as a son, the very fact that you become a son and you can say yourself you're a son means you're not alone. You're always two. The son has a father. And that's your rest. That anything that is coming to you is coming to him. It's Christ in you, the father in you who is doing all the works. That's why in everything that we read, we see that Jesus is always addressing the father. And so you learn to rest. I'm not alone. Christ in me. The father in me. Okay. Now look at this. Verse 19. A little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. Last week we talked about your pipeline changed, right? In this world you get water from BMC, all of you, an analogy. But now after you came into Christ, your water is coming, your life supply is coming from another pipe, not from BMC. It's an understanding that I'm trying to show you. That your source changed, that you're getting everything from him, not from how the world gets it including riches. We were talking in the Bible study about rich. Jesus became poor that you might become rich. Poverty is a curse that came through sin. And uh, at some point it is death. And so what is riches? Does it just mean money? Riches? No. Riches means in all areas, including money. That means in relationships, in health, in just your friendships that you have. You are rich. Look at your life right now and see how rich you are, that the Father has made you in all areas. Look at your friends, look at the family, it's getting rich, <laughs> some of your relationships in the families, but you're so rich, you're alive, it's got life in it, your riches have life in them, okay? Now see this, it says, um, and at that day you will know that I'm in my Father and you in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to them, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. What does it say? If anyone loves me, he will Keep my word. We think worship sometimes is you loving him back. But the father really, Mera beta meri sunta hai. My, my son heard my voice. Think about it, the fall began with Adam not hearing his voice. How do you think the father felt? He went away with somebody else. He trusted somebody else's decision who posed to be like a father who is not his real father, to plan a better future for him. And then how do you think the father felt? And now what is love back to the father? Just listen to him. Give him that love back. Listen to him. 
Keep his words. Listen to what he is saying about you. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make a home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine but the father's who sent me. Verse 25, these things I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. What is the Holy Spirit doing? He is bringing to your remembrance all truth. He's called the Spirit of Truth. That's why it's the Holy Spirit that will tell you when everything, all these voices are going on in our head of confusion, of like, no, you're not loved, or, you know, God is not good. It's the Holy Spirit reminds you and tells you the truth. That, no, the cross, if Jesus had to come and die only for you, he would have done it. Okay? See this. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, Neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I'm going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. All of these disciples, think about it, before they went on the cross, uh, before Jesus goes on the cross, he's telling them, I'm going and I'm coming back. But they maybe didn't understand what this coming back meant. And now their hearts are troubled and anxious. And why are their hearts troubled and anxious? Jesus ne to bata diya hai. Why are they anxious? It's because they don't believe it. So what makes your anxiety up and down? It's because you don't believe the word. There can be two children. One is at rest, looks carefree. The other one is very troubled and overprotective about the parent. The only difference between the two children might be one doesn't believe the word. One goes by everything around and believes the voices of the world. Whereas one child looks a little careless is because really believes the word and doesn't believe the voices around that are speaking. And so your position is different. Okay? Why? It's because one believes and one doesn't. Y'all are sons. Sons believe. Just say, I believe what my father says about me. Yes. John 15. I am the wine and you are the branches. I am the wine. You know what a wine is? I've drawn it for the new sons who are not new to beloved. Okay. I am the wine. You are the branches. This is the wine. You are the branches. And the fruit is on the branch. I am the wine. You are the branches. He who abides in me or rests in me and I in him bears much food, fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me or rest in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. That means if you don't have the words in you, that's how you get withered. I have had people who call me up and tell me sometimes their problems. And then all I will do, I'll sit with them and I will just minister out of the word. And then they feel very good. But I want to slap them. Because... You have come, taken my time, sat with me. I've put all the messages on beloved. Why can't you just hear? And why do you feel pumped up and not withered now and energetic? Because the words went in you. 
So it's saying here, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burnt. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, how are you getting your life? Just let the words come into you. People think I'm high all the time. Okay, like you're so whatever. I, the, I keep hearing only the words. I throw all the junk out. That means I literally act like I am... It doesn't matter. I was reading yesterday the word that had nothing to do with today's message because I just wanted to get ministered by the Father. So I was just reading, I was reading Luke. And in that I, was, I saw they actually thought Jesus was out of his mind. <laughs> There's a verse that says they thought the parents took him and the brothers came and their, his fleshly uh, family came. They were waiting outside this crowd because he was casting out demons, he was healing everybody because they had never seen anything like this in Israel. Who is this guy? Even his family was trying to hold him back. And it says that they thought he's out of his mind. Was he out of his mind? All of them were out of their mind. He's come to fix your mind. Back into his. You have one mind, you're not two. You are single-minded. Everyone sitting here, you're single-minded. Single-minded simply believes. Don't be double-minded that you're human and son. The minute you're not Adam and Christ. If you're in Christ, you're Christ alone, then listen to everything that only Christ says. The spirit of truth. And even as you're becoming single-minded of who you are, the lamp of the body is the eye. When the eye is good, that word means single the whole body is full of light. That means that resurrection life in you is flowing out. Don't confuse your body. One day you say I'm good, the other day you say I'm sick. You confuse who you are. Are you a son or are you Adam? Your body is already confused. Now you're bringing it into single-mindedness. All that needs to get single is your tongue. How will your tongue get single? First believe who you are. Automatically your tongue will get single of who you are. It will not say, not do because genuinely you believe. I gave an instance in Bible study. Do I have to convince you you're Indian? Oh no, you are Caucasian. You are white people sitting here. You are white. No? Are you white? Are you Indian? Do you like Indian food? Yes. You will do everything Indian? Do I have to convince you to eat pasta? Why will you eat Indian food? I like pasta, but why do you, uh, why do you eat? It's because you're born Indian. I don't have to convince you and everything that you're doing will flow out because you really believe it. That's who you are. That's why sometimes they say when Indian children go live abroad, they have identity crisis. Because they look something, but their parents are, but they're, you know, and we call them, uh, what? They see, I don't know, confused they see. Okay? Means, okay. Confused, huh? Mixed identity. But... Uh, what I'm trying to say is everything flows out naturally if you really believe who you are. You don't have to psych yourself. If you go to Sri Lanka, again this example I use, you look Indian, but you won't forget you're Indian. You won't go to the Sri Lankan government. Sri Lanka puts a law and says all Sri Lankans have to pay 5,000 rupees every day. Sri Lankan law. Will you pay it? Why? Because you're not Sri Lankan. You will simply go and show your passport that you're not. Now, all you are doing is when you look into the word, you don't need to show the spiritual realm your passport. They already know who you are. They know your Tendulkar's child. You are loud and clear. It's an example. You need to be convinced. So you need to look at your passport. And in the midst of when you're living in this world, but not of this world, don't let the world tell you who you are. Your identity now comes from your father. 
and in everything you're becoming single-minded, single-minded, single-minded about who you are. And the more single-minded you're getting, all of that life, the resurrection life is flowing in every area to the single-mindedness of who you are. Don't be double-minded. Okay, in small things, when people come and sit me, I correct them. Tick, 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 tick. I pull out. I said, "What do you mean by oh?" I said, "Someone came yesterday, sat with me. One of your our sons. I had loose motions. I said, you mean you had symptoms of loose motions in your ha? Ah. <laughs> You're right. Okay, and I had to remind them. I said, don't be so casual. I said, this is not coming because somewhere still you don't you see yourself as a son. You don't have to catch it." It will automatically come out. I'm telling you because I was like that. I was very casual about what I spoke, nothing. And then I would try and catch it and make it, you know, and I would confess and no, I'm not uh, sick. And I would say all these things. And it was an effort because I didn't really believe it. The day I believed and I made a decision to just believe the truth because my father says so, I still remember that day. I remember it so clear because I decided then after I decided, no, because it is the truth, it's not in my nature, everything, my tongue aligned to my nature. I didn't have to force it and confess every scripture and do everything because I, I genuinely believe it because my father says so. No? I'll just blindly believe, not what the world tells me, illusions. I'll believe what my father says. Truth is meant to be believed like a decision, not through an experience. You believe it based on the word, you will see it also play out for you like the word. Okay? What Jesus speaks, who he is, what he does, is not like this. He's all one. So when he says that I am truth, then if he is truth, then what he will speak, what he will do, will all be one. It will match. So when you say, I am sick, I'm feeling, I've got loose motions. Imagine Jesus going, Hira, I have loose motions. If Jesus has loose motions, we are all in trouble. If God has problems, we are all in trouble. You're born of God. Sons of God. Right? Gade ka beta? Gada. Lion ka beta? Swarg jat. Born again, born from above, God kinds. Okay, look at this. Where was I? <clears throat> okay, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. The Father wants to show off in your life that ye mera beta hai. Or mera beta sirf meri baate sunta hai. That's it. Adam goofed up. Not you. Okay? As the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Rest in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this that he lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant <clears throat> does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, 
but i chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that means it should not perish that whatever you ask the father in my name he may give you okay these things i command you that you love one another whatever you ask the father in my name he may give you john 16 <clears throat> i love this okay i'm just going to read a little bit you're with me a little while and you will see me you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me because i go to the is he going to heaven he is going back to the father you got displaced from the father so now you're back home your place of rest is you're back with your father okay then some of his disciples said among themselves what is this that he says to us a little while and you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me and because i go to the father they said therefore what is this that he says a little while we do not know what he is saying verse 19 now jesus knew that they desired to ask him and he said to them are you inquiring among yourselves about what i said a little while and you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me most assuredly i say to you that you will weep and lament means cry but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful but your sorrow will be turned into joy as a son you can't be in sorrow just the way any death can't be in your life and it will come out and become life just the way if you had sorrow touched you touch you know that it will be manifested into life because that is your portion and what is life joy for you opposite of sorrow joy okay your sorrow will be turned into joy a woman when she is in labor has sorrow because her hour has come but as soon as she has given birth to the child she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world therefore you now have sorrow but i will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you your joy no one will take from you your joy is that he is with you and in that day you will ask me nothing jesus is telling his disciples right now you are coming to me in that day you will not even come to me most assuredly i say to you whatever you ask the father in my name in my name is not in jesus name also it's like sachin tendulkar you got his name your in christ is the position whatever you ask the father in my name he will give you until now you have asked nothing in my name ask and you will receive that your joy may be full the father wants to be a good papa to you good daddy so that you just smile and say my father did this thank you like rohan stands in a line a big queue they come to him and say let's start another queue and jahan se rohan kada hai wahi se line chalu hoti hai that is for the sun you can say that where i stand the line sta- starts verse 25 these things i have spoken to you in figurative language but the time is coming when i will no longer speak to you in figurative language examples but i will tell you plainly about the father in that day you will ask in my name and i do not say that i shall pray the father for you jesus is also not sitting and praying for you that's what he's saying for the father himself loves you because you have loved me and i believe that i came forth from god i came forth where has he come forth i came forth from heaven what does it say i came forth from the father 
I came forth from the Father and I have come into the world. But where has he come from? Where is his origin? From the Father. Where is your origin? Yeah. And I leave the world and go to the Father. Where is your home? It's in the Father. It's not heaven. It's in Christ. It's your home back with your Papa. That's why you have nothing to fear because you live in the Father. That's your home. His disciples said to him, See now you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that, that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from God, from the Father. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed the hour is coming, yes, has now come, <clears throat> that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. Now see this, Jesus saying, that hour when he's going to the cross, he's saying, every one of you will leave me alone. And then I love what it says, and which you should say all the time. Yet I am not alone, the Father is with me. You are not alone. The Father is with you. When the problem comes, you feel you need to do something and rest. You are not alone. The Father is with you. Who has it come to? The Father. And even as you rest, Christ will deal with it in you and through you. You simply don't forget whose you are, what manner of child you are, where you were born from. Last name mat bhul jao. Tendulkar ka beta hai. You are understanding. You're not cricketers. You know what I mean. You're born again, born from him. For online audience, if you all watch, Tendulkar is a famous uh, batsman. So, uh, okay, where was I? These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He has overcome the world for you. So you rest, so you'll overcome all things, okay? John 17, Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. I was reading this and I put this yesterday, okay, because it was so amazing. Glorify your son, that your son also may glorify you. He's praying for all of his disciples. This is just before he's going to the cross. As you, you have given them authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you. What is eternal life? Knowing the Father. So in everything, what is he also talking in all of his? I love it when he says, you all will leave me and then I will not, nothing will happen because I am resurrection and life and I am power and I'm, he is all these things. But what does he say? He says, you've all left me, but I am not alone. The father is with me. In all things, he addresses his fatherhood. And sonship without fatherhood is not sonship. You need to rest in the fact knowing that you're fathered. That's your rest. Then you are resurrection and life. Then you are, you're walking in authority, you're casting out demons, everything, in the sense of knowing that it's the father who's doing it all. You're not alone. The first, when Adam sinned, separation had him, uh, happened, an orphan heart came in. That he had to fend for his life, he had to be his own savior. He had to go and figure it all out. And now you've come back home to the security of your father. That's your, the finished work. That you're in a fathered life. That the father has gone before you, orchestrated everything. Just the way he orchestrated for his son. That he's doing the same things for you. Okay? Now look at this. And this is eternal life. That they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. 
I've glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Verse 6, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. Did he manifest his name to everybody? Look at it, look, look at it, look what it says. I've manifested your name to the men, that means it doesn't mean male, it means mankind, whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your, what have they done? They have kept your word. So how, how do you tell somebody who's, their, who's his? The ones who receives the word, okay? Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you and I have given to them, what? The words which you have given me and they have received them means what? They have believed them. They have believed them, okay? And known surely that I came forth from you and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world. So he is praying for the ones. The words come. You receive the words. You believe the words. And now he's saying, I'm not praying for the whole world. I'm praying for them that have received the words that I have given them. Okay? I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one, as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Jesus came representing Father, but they all had to even believe in Jesus as being the one, and that's what... Everything that he was doing, he's saying, believe that the Father has sent me. And redemption back to the Father is in a name. It's in Christ. He is the door. Why is it in Christ? Why is it not in anybody? Because Christ went, died for your sins, my sins, and rose again. So the way back home to the Father, not to heaven, to the Father, is through Christ. Okay? Now see this. It says, your name whom whom you have given me that they may be one as we are while I was with them in the world I kept them in your name those whom you gave me I have kept and none of them is lost except the son of perdition that is Judas that the scripture might be fulfilled but now I come to you and these what does it say and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. So how are you separated from the evil one and all the death that everything is going on here? How are you separated? They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them. Separate them. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. In every time you hear something, you sanctify yourself and saying, I am not. Just the way when I told you, if you're in Sri Lanka and Sri Lankan government says pay 5,000 rupees every day, a law given to all Sri Lankans, Sri Lankans, will you go and do it? 
because why you, at that moment when you heard it you sanctified yourself and said but i am not sri lankan i am indian that's what it means how do you separate yourself constantly by the truth constantly by the truth you're getting the blue out and you're getting the red in the blue pill out and getting the red in okay and the more you're doing it constantly constantly all the blue will get out one day and all is filled in with red what the father is saying about you not what the world has brainwashed you with for the longest time that you've lived there okay now see this sanctify them by your truth your word is truth as you sent me into the world i have also sent them into the world and for their sakes i sanctify myself separate myself that they may also be sanctified by the truth that's the way i got healed also the way i got resurrection life out i sanctified myself i became single minded i separated myself from what the world was saying to what my body was saying to now what my simply father is saying that's what sanctification means hear the sermon on sanctification it's on youtube verse 20 i do not pray for these alone but also for those who will believe in me through their word that they may be one as you father are in me and i in you that they all may be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me i have given them that they may be one just as we are one we we what is we we is what two is so one means two one means constantly you're not alone you're two you're actually three father son holy spirit i in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me have you seen uh, if you have to get to a door <clears throat> just a small suppose the doors like this if you put a hand two hands out two feet like that we'll go inside and then what you'll do hands down everything becomes one going what part of you is becoming one because your mind can think something what the world says the spirit man is one believing something else and then you are speaking something else the world is saying and all confused and now you're coming into single mindedness about who you really are that's oneness so your jesus in you is saying one thing now you have also started saying that same thing not listening to the voices outside now your papa son all in one mind one accord okay and then we can get job done that's how heaven works now see this where was i verse 24 I desire that whom you gave me may be where I am that they may behold my glory which you have given me you loved me before the foundation of the world you were chosen before the foundations of the world o righteous father the world has not known you look at this the world has not known you so up until jesus up until jesus right he's saying the world has not known the father they may have known many things they have not seen the father jesus came introducing the father that's why it's the second verse that i read today was he was in the bosom of the father and he has declared him jesus came declaring who papa is all your life someone else has been going on showing around telling you who your dad is he is not your dad come back home to your real father okay let me tell you who real papa is the truth 
So it says, you see this, O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me and have declared to them your name, and will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. You're coming back home to your real daddy. Who's your daddy? Okay. John 18. Then Pontius Pilate. Now this is just before Jesus getting <clears throat> crucified. Entered the praetorium again called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself about this or did others tell you this concerning me? Are you the king of the Jews? Are you saying this or have other people told you this? Is this revelation yours or have others told you this? Okay. Verse 35, Pilate said, am I a Jew? Am I a Jew? Your own nation and chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Your own nation and your chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? So Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. Jesus is standing there. He looks human. But all the things that he's talking, he's either lost his mind or he really is who he is. Okay, what is he saying? My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I would not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. I am not of this world. I look like one of you, but I'm not of you. That's what he's saying. And that is who you are. Okay. Verse 37, Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born and for this cause I have come into the world. I love this, that I should bear witness to the truth. That means everything else is a, there's all lies. All your life you've been lied to. You've been lied to. Someone came, appeared to be your daddy, and lied to you. And all the death that is in your life is because you were lied to. And you listened to him thinking that he was your well-wisher and your daddy. And he's saying, Jesus was sent into the world to bear witness to the truth. I've come to show you the real daddy. Who's your daddy? Okay, your real father bringing you back home to him. I paid the price so that you can come back home to your real daddy. And it's saying here, I have come to this world. I am a king. And for this purpose, I've come that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. You'll be drawn. Verse 7. I've just gone ahead. Uh, I think this is another chapter. Jesus answered him. We have a law, and according to our law, he ought to die. The Jews answered him, because he made himself the son of God. Now, they are saying that why should he be crucified? He's saying we have a law, and according to the law, he should die because he made himself the son of God. They knew son of God means God. He's saying he's God. God, lion ka bacha lion, God ka bacha God. That means, in, I'm saying in Hindi, that means children of, uh, of God will be God kind, have his nature, okay? Therefore, when Pilate heard that saying, he was more afraid. He was more afraid that this guy is saying that he's God. Now he is, I can't, uh, can I say? He's shitting bricks. <laughs> how can he say like he's, um, I'm coming against God, I'm trying to imprison God. Look how weird that is, okay? I love this. 
and went again into the praetorium and said to Jesus, where are you from? Please tell me where you're from. But Jesus gave him no answer. Then Pilate said to him, are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have power to crucify you and power to release you? Pilate is standing and telling Jesus, don't you know I have power to crucify and power to release you? Pilate is the head <clears throat> of this place. And now see what it says here. Jesus answered, you could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. If the father has given you the power, only then you have it. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. Now hear this. No one or nothing, death, sin, has no power over you. It has no power over you. That's why, how do you give it power? Stop running after it. Stop worrying about it. When it shows up in your life, stop giving it so much attention. Start believing what your father says, that you are life and life in abundance. You are resurrection life. That's how you remove all its power, because you start believing the truth. Okay? Why, uh, same thing. Why will you not go and pay 5,000 rupees in Sri Lanka? Because you are not Sri Lankan. You will stop worrying. Even if the forces come and stand there and the soldiers come, what will you do? You will say, Ay, bhai, show passport. And you will fight it till the end. Why? Unless you lie. And you sit in a prison and you still tell them, I'm here by, they falsely put me in here, but I am Indian. You will fight it till your life. Why? Because it is the truth. And that's what truth means. When you believe something, it's to the cross. You don't believe it to check. You're not checking. Okay, am I Indian? Am I Indian? No, you know you're Indian. And you'll fight it till the end. Because it is the truth. That's how, when you believe the truth, you believe it to the end. Okay? See this. You have no power. No one has any power over you. Only one person. Your father. Okay? The, your father. You live in the sovereignty of your father. John 20. But Mary stood outside. Now, this is after Jesus dies, has risen. Now, no one has really believed him, okay? Can I, can I go on a little bit? I think we still have time because we started late. Okay. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping and she wept. She stooped down and looked into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? So now Jesus dies. They put him inside the tomb. Okay, and they put now, you know, they've rolled the stone on this. In the morning, Mary comes and she sees that the tomb, the stone is rolled away. And now she's looking inside and these angels tell her, why are you weeping? She said to him, because they have taken away my Lord, because Jesus is not there in the tomb. I do not know where they have laid him. Verse 14. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know, did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? But she, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you've laid him and I will take him away. Now see this. Your words are spirit and they are life. That's why I keep telling you. He just said to her, Jesus said to her, Mary. And she heard him and knew him. He didn't even look, 
He looked different. You don't have to convince. Your words are spirit and they are life. The father spoke, the son heard. He said, Jesus said, Mary, she turned and said to him, Rabboni, which means teacher. She recognized him. Jesus said to her, now see this, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I am rising up, ascending to my father and your father and my God and your God to your real daddy. All our lives, we lived in a world with a false daddy. Someone came and told you, misrepresented him. Christ came bearing the truth. Who's your real daddy? If you're only with your real daddy, there is life. If you're not with him, there is death. Okay, now see this, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me. Now see the same commission. I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and, them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now he will live in you forever. And now, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Do you know that when Jesus came, it only says that when he said that I can forgive sins, they all said, who is this? But only God can forgive. The people said that. And only Jesus could forgive. But after he died and rose again, he's saying, as the Father has sent me, now I am sending you. And now he's telling them, if you forgive, they are forgiven. If they're not, if you don't forgive, they're not. Same thing what he was doing, he's telling them. Why? Same thing what he was doing, laying hands, you are doing. Why? Because you become another son of God. Okay? Born of him. Jesus is the greater one. But there are many sons. Now, an apple tree, apple seed will give birth to many apples. Son of God, seed gives birth to many sons of God. Gods on this earth. Luke 24. Now on the first day, this is after he's risen, okay? Hear me. Now on the first day of the week, now engage in this. Just imagine all of this. Very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. I've taken this from Luke now. Jesus has died. They are feeling sad. No one is believing the word. Or maybe they don't understand that he's going to rise again. Although they have, Jesus has told all of them, I'm going to go. I'm dying for your sins. But don't worry, I am going to rise again. But now sorrow has filled their heart. Now imagine what resurrection morning looks like. Like what did Friday or whatever look like? It looked remorse, remorse all over the land. Their dear one has gone. Someone whom they put their faith in, all their love and hope in. The healer, the one who was doing all their supply was for him has gone. But what does resurrection day look like? The joy that he conquered death. Like now there's no Jesus in the flesh because he's everywhere. What is greater? Okay, now see this. That's why he said it's better that I go. Because then after I go and rise again, it's not just going to be in one body, the Holy Spirit. It goes everywhere. In everywhere. Many Christs. Okay. Now see this, 24. 
now on the first day of the week very early in the morning they and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared but they found the stone rolled away from the tomb then they went in and did not find the body of the lord jesus and it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this that behold two men stood by them in shining garments then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth they said to them why do you seek the living among the dead why do you seek the living among the dead after my dad died i had a photo of him imagine if my dad was alive and i worshiped a photo why do you seek the living among the dead your god my god we live because he lives okay he is not here he is risen because even death couldn't hold him has no power over him okay remember how he spoke to you when he was still in galilee saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and third day rise again and they remembered his words then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the leaven and to all the rest it was mary magdalene joanna mary the mother of james and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles and their words seemed to them like idle tales and they did not believe them women have come saying this i am not believing these women okay and the men are like i am believing the, the girls but peter okay look at this things to the apostles but their words seemed like idle tales and they did not believe them but peter arose and ran to the tomb do you know why peter arose and ran to the tomb because peter had denied him three times and so now peter is waiting he must be feeling the most he wants this to be true so he hears the same thing he runs to the tomb because i want to know if he is risen again imagine that i betrayed him that sense of betrayal that he had or whatever he denied him and now i want to go and see he's risen again but peter arose and ran to the tomb and stooping down he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened what can this be like no more death okay we've not lost him now see this verse 13 now behold two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus which was 7 miles from Jerusalem and they talked together of all these things which had happened so it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them now i love this it says verse 16 but their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him So now these all are going they're wondering what's happened body body's not there in the tomb the, uh, you know these girls are saying some angels met them and said that he is risen and now Jesus is going with them catches up with them on the road where they're walking it says he held their eyes so they couldn't recognize him why because he wants you to see it in the in his word first believe what i have said okay verse 17 and he said to them what kind of conversation is this that you are having with one another as you walk and and why are you sad you are sad why are you sad that's why depression sometimes is just because you don't believe the word why are you sad didn't i tell you i'm going to rise again you say why are you sad okay then the one whose name was cleopas answered and said to him are you the only stranger in jerusalem and have not known the things which have happened in these days verse 19 and he said to them what things 
So they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed and word before God and all the people. Now see this, they see him as prophet, mighty indeed and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But, he were, but we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. They are looking at it in a very carnal way. He is the one who is going to deliver Israel. Okay? Not, not having a full vision of actually what the cross was. Okay? Now see this. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Verse 25, then he said to them, O foolish ones, maybe he hit on their head from behind, and slow of heart to believe, what does he say? Slow of heart. Do you know what? When Adam sinned, his heart grew hard over years and years. And that's why Jesus came and said, the first thing you come into Christ, it says, I will give them a heart of flesh. I will remove that stony heart that came out. You've heard, you've taken the blue pill for so long, been brainwashed by what the devil said, by the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And now I'm going to give them a heart of flesh that listens to him. Okay, see this, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Okay, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in, he expounded to them, where is that? He expounded to them, yeah. In all the scriptures, all the scriptures of things concerning himself. I don't have that. It's disappeared from there. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's come down. Verse 34. Then they drew near to the village where they were going and he indicated that he would have gone f further away. But they constrained him saying, abide with us for it is towards evening and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. So now what does Jesus do? Does he reveal who he is? They still don't know who he is. But now Jesus is going and just opening up the word and explaining what has happened. What did Moses say? What did prophets say? Why did he have to come, go on the cross? Explaining everything, what it is. Okay? And now it says, now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he took bread, what we did today, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. You need Jesus in flesh till you don't know him. <laughs> After you know him, it said he vanished from their sight. Because word is enough. Believe, I'm in you. Can I come out of you and you want me physically standing here? But if he's in you, relax. He's with you in all things. The first fall happened with Adam partaking of a fruit. And what happened after he partook of a fruit? His eyes closed. And he opened up into another rim. Now it says, by the breaking of bread and other fruit, communion, your eyes are opened to the right tree, not to the wrong tree. And to knowing your father. Okay? They knew him and he vanished from their sight. Verse 32. And they said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road 
and while he opened the scriptures to us so now they are saying while we walked on the road as he is speaking did not our hearts burn with us that is what it means my words are spirit and they are life it's not going here something is happening here and then you said come and that person came because your words are spirit and they are life you said mary jigar come father son heard father spoke son heard okay your words are spirit and they are life did not our hearts burn within us when he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us so they rose up so who opens up the scriptures it's the father paul sows the seed someone waters god gives the increase okay so they rose up that very hour and returned to jerusalem and found that leaven and those who were with them gathered together saying the lord is risen indeed and has appeared to simon and they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread okay you got to know him i love this now now they're all rejoicing abhi sabki ghanti baj gayi okay they woken up now it says now as they said these things see when you testify something little and rejoice more gets added now guess what that time they knew him oh he had vanished and now he appears now as they said these things jesus himself stood in the midst of them when did he stand in the midst after they found him in the word he wanted them to find him in the word first now he physically even appears to them but that's okay because they first believed the word first okay i told you you believe the word you'll have experiences but then those experiences won't matter because you believe the word first okay Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them peace to you but they were terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit and he said to them why are you troubled and why do doubts arise in your hearts behold look my hand and my feet this that it is i myself handle me touch me and see for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as i as you see i have when he had said this he showed them his hands and his feet but while they still did not believe but while they still did not believe for joy and marveled he said to them have you any food here so he is like thinking okay fine i better put something in me so they believe i'm not a spirit so they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb he took it ate in their presence verse 44 then he said to them These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the psalms concerning me Jesus came to fulfill everything that was spoken about him not a word went by that's why even when he went on the cross his garments had to be uh, divided it happened because it had been prophesied oh his garments would be divided okay he took the wine the sour wine because it it was written that he will drink the sour wine all of these things he fulfilled everything and look at this and he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures you can read 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 it is the holy spirit that opens it up trust and i really believe sometimes god is just looking for a heart that is receiving do you hear do you really want he sees the intention now he opens it up and then it says the one who hears sometimes even the little he has I'll take it away because you heard it but you didn't even do anything with it I'm not giving you more 
And that's how revelation is. It comes, you hear it, you see it, and now he opens more to you. Okay, he reveals more things to you. Then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance, now see this. What did Jesus do? That repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to America, to Britain, to, to all, to the whole world. That repentance, that means repent, come back home to your father. And remission of sins. What is remission? When you've gone back into remission, it's going back, coming back into being whole. Remission of sins means all your sins taken away. Forgiveness of sins. Go and tell the whole world that come repent, like come back home to your father. Forgiveness of sins should be preached in his name to the whole world. That the way back home to your real daddy, who's your daddy, is through Christ. Beginning at Jerusalem, and you are my witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you have endured with power from on high. What is the promise of the father? After they had all come together, he said, wait for the promise of the father. Before the Holy Spirit was only on one person. And then one person had it and he could see for the whole of Israel, they would go to him, run to him, tell me what God says. But now it says the promise of the father that now what the plan was, Adam got lost, all my, all my children through him got lost. How am I going to get them all back? They will never get lost. They will never be orphans. I will go and live in them and make my home in them. And so the promise of the Father was the Holy Spirit coming and now dwelling in you. Never again will you say that word orphan. Never again will you know what it means to be orphan. You are constantly fathered. You are back home with me with your real daddy, okay? You'll be endured with power from on high and then you're gonna go do the same things. And he led them out as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass when he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God, amen. Christ, I came to reveal your real daddy. I was for the longest time in a world and all these things were happening because I was not with my daddy. And he is the way back home, revealing the father. Before him, no one has known the father. That's what the word says. He came introducing aapka pita, real pita, kaun hai? And the way back home is through Christ. Okay, now you've become a son of God. Now you're listening to what the father says and that's what you are loving him back. If you want to love back, love him back, start listening to what he's saying, believing what he's saying. Okay, so who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? It's amazing when I went, after I preached who's your daddy, I went home that evening. I was watching a Netflix program. It was a home interior show. What's a home interior show, right? But it was a makeover show. Like they do the whole makeover. They'll make over the, the, the guy. There was an old guy. So they do make him over and all his, the entire house and everything. And so he had lost his wife. And so he was so depressed and everything for 10 years. And this one guy comes and tells him, do you know who's your daddy? 
and i'm thinking i've just preached this in the morning and so at the end they gave him the soul makeover and say that you have to find your identity uh, you know in who made you and things like that was going on so i wonder if that guy, uh, guy who was ministering was a christian or he knew uh, jesus but it's amazing how i've never heard that and and at the end this old guy he gets this whole makeover he's like yeah i'm going to show them now who's my daddy and uh, i heard that on that day you know and they celebrated his life they they did a whole makeover for his hotel and him gave him new clothes everything and he's like yeah who's your daddy who's your daddy they were going on so i was like wow i just preached this in the morning but remember who's your father and don't call somebody who's not your father father and listen to him the simplicity of that you've come back home jesus paid such a heavy price the way back home to your real daddy was the cross it was a very heavy payment but someone else went through that so that you could be reunited back home not to heaven but to your father okay so now get his words in you listen to your real daddy and when you're home with your real daddy there is life and life in abundance that's what i'm coming that's what sonship is okay so let's stand up let's thank him give a spiritual tithe just say father i'm thank you I'm a son. I'm a child in your kingdom. Yeah, back home with you. Jesus, you're my high priest. Thank you for dying on the cross and making a way for me back home to my father. Yeah. And right now just offer Jesus a thanksgiving of all the increase that he gave to you today. Oh rahadara. Father, we just thank you. Jesus, thank you. We just give you a tithe of all the increase. Thank him. for all this life that came into your soul oh riya rada rada papa shikraha dara rada papa stor ho doro roba in jesus name father i just thank you just say this just say this i am resurrection and i am life your life in me is giving life to this mortal body is repelling every lying symptom every lack yes every symptom of death Yes, I am life and life in abundance. I live because you live. I get my life from you. All that the Father has given me comes to me. Yeah. Amen.